What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Hi, Kathy here. Um, we are still on pod eternity leave. So here's a review of Grease we recorded in July of this summer. Bye. Do, do, do. Are we are we on? Yeah. Summer loving Happened so fast. Hello, this is Kathy here with my husband Dave. Hi. I am holding the podcast recorder this evening, which is very exciting. Yeah, big responsibility for you. So if this sounds completely dodgy, we know who to blame. Am I right? Yes. Um, because we are walking. We're so excited. Um, you make that sound like that's yeah, not no. what we normally do. That's no, the entire concept of our show. Locally, we don't have to get a train anywhere from our new town. Yeah. Um, because they're doing an outdoor cinema screening of Greece. And I can't hold the uh, podcast recorder because I'm holding two chairs yes. from the house because we're going to... An- uh, they don't provide chairs at this outdoor They screen. don't. And you can sit on the ground, but I'm eight months pregnant and have a bad back, so it's yeah, happening. That's not going to be good for you. No. Um, so, yeah, really, well, I'm really excited because I love Greece and I reckon I haven't seen it in like, oh, I don't, like 15 years maybe? Dave? 15 years? Yeah. Nah, really? We've not, watched, not in full. We've, we're together 12 years and I've definitely watched Greece with you at some stage. Really? In full? I mean, I don't know, maybe not in full. It's hard to know. It's one of those movies you just see on TV a lot, isn't it? It is, and I think... I'd never stick grease on. No, I... Well, anyway, look, I can't remember the last time I saw it, other than I know I love it, and I will probably know every word to it. Do you love it? Yeah. Sorry, these chairs are making noises. <laughs> I love... Well... Why do you love Grease? I loved it as a kid. I watched it a lot. I love the music. Like, I watched it a lot. Like, I know every word to it. So I'm going to be really interested now, as an adult going back to watch it so it's got that childhood nostalgia sort of vibe for you yeah it does but I mean it's such a classic it's going to be really interesting I'm interested now to look back look at it as like with regards to the treatment of women with regards John Travolta (laughs) because I used to fancy him um, and I'm intrigued if I'll still fancy him in it despite knowing what he's like now well I'd imagine uh 21st century lens on uh, with gender politics in mind is going to look a bit funny but to be fair you know it's a movie about the f- it was made in the 70s about the 50s so it already has a sort of a uh, sort of a I mean it was backwards. all rose tinted anyway well, so what oh, do I was going to say rose tinted but actually the gender politics are a bit sort of backwards in a way there already aren't they well I don't know because I, I need to see it again Um yeah, I, I, guess I need to wait till I've watched it and then analyse it. Maybe we it. should talk about it after yes. we've seen it. But in the meantime, what do you think of Greece? You're not as excited as me to watch it. I, do, I'm, I think... I, look, I get that Greece is a, is a classic and everyone loves it. I don't love it. I'd never got it. I don't really understand the appeal. What about I, the music, though? Yeah, there's some great... I mean, you'll be, you can't deny there's some... Sorry, got to shift these chairs. They're really heavy. Um, <laughs> I've got, uh, I can't, you can't deny... That there's some great songs in there. Like I mean, everyone like 
uh, Summer Lovin' and uh, what's the famous Olivia Newton-John one at the end? You better wake up because I need a man. Yeah, that one's good. I mean, th- you know, there's some great I tracks. I got chills, they're multiplying. That one. And yeah. Dave's refusing Except to... He will sing the Wonder Woman theme song, but he's outright refused over dinner to sing in Greece with me. This feels too musically. I'm not. I, um, I guess that's my problem. I'm not really. I'm, I'm more into. I'm into musicals when I'm seeing them live. That's how I prefer my musicals. Yeah, but sadly, we don't live in central London with unlimited funds to go to live musicals. Yeah, fine, but th- I'm just saying that's how I prefer to. That's how I think musicals are best appreciated because they're stage shows, and I think when you have a musical in film with with a few exceptions I think it largely loses a lot of the magic I think some movies uh, ascend that that point of view I think Moulin Rouge is probably my personal favourite movie musical but just because Moulin Rouge is your favourite what's your problem with Grease? it's just uh, look it's a personal thing I don't I don't have a nostalgia for America's 50s were you team Sandy or team Rizzo? which one's Rizzo? She's the bad girl. Oh, team nobody. I didn't fancy any of them. Really? No, didn't want to be a T-bird. Didn't want to get with a pink lady. Uh, I wanted to be a pink lady so <laughs> Why? bad. Why? What and I was singing a song the other day that I realised you were looking at me completely blankly and I realised it's from Grease 2, not from Grease 1, which is like, the pink lady's pledge to act cool, to look cool and to be cool and I used to watch Grease 2 all the time like I might have seen it more times in Grease 1 that is so weird that's my act- <laughs> that's my pledge that's really? my pledge for just like my general day to day life well actually I'm going to take a photo of you to put on Twitter whenever we put this episode up because you're actually <laughs> dressed fully in pink I'm looking co- oh yeah <laughs> no these shorts are red they're, well they're wine and you're wearing a pink shirt I guess so am I a am I a bona fide pink lady well no well, I am cool and I act cool. cool or hot enough to be a pink lady <laughs> I'm well, holding I'm gonna get a, two, two giant I'm gonna chairs I'm going to with the chairs as well okay I'm this is put, really interesting when we do this on the podcast put them down for a sec I might sit down no don't come on smile no no I'm going to do a sort of a AC the Slater the audio is picking you up come oh yeah on. I did a bit of an AC Slater it was saved not, by the bell neither AC Slater nor Pink Lady I would say <laughs> you just did wow that noise of those chairs must be really nice for people we anyway there? so we're nearly there and we're super excited to have a cinema locally for the night yeah yeah five minute walk from our house they sell popcorn they sell beer sadly I can't have any and we've just got back from holidays where Dave drank every popcorn. night so you probably don't want any yeah I've had enough <laughs> and I I'm, as you said we drove down to Devon which was lovely but I drove about for about five or six hours today, so I'm really Aww, tired and cranky. Uh, so that's what. If this movie better cheer me up, because that's the whole point. That's the whole point of these kind of movies, yeah. isn't it? And if it doesn't, then it's even more of a failure. Oh, and also because this is obviously not a new release, and we're gonna have a, a lull in podcasting at some point when we have a baby. This episode will not be released until probably September or something. Let's go to the movie now. Okay, bye. John Travolta, the sensational star of Saturday Night Fever, ignites the screen in Greece. Does it all with Olivia Newton John in her motion picture debut. 
Welcome back to the cinema. Um, we are walking out of what was very enjoyable. They're called Silent Summer Screenings, if anyone wants to go to them. Yeah, it was a good. Hang on, we turned left there. I can't get past that, that barrier. Go this way. <laughs> okay. Go this way. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, really fun. You put the you with silent, obviously, as, it, as the title implies. You, uh, you, everyone puts on headphones. Um, that these very colourful, flashy headphones that make uh, light every time the, there's noise uh, from from the screen. Um, and so it was really fun. So it's completely quiet. Um, but when you take your earphones off during the movie, during a musical number, everyone was just singing along. It was so fun. Yeah, so we've got a little bit of a recording of that, so I'll pop a bit of that in at the end. It was quite fun, actually. It was really fun. And um, I saw people had, like, babies and everything there because, actually, it's such a quiet event. You could bring a baby. And what was cool about it is, I guess, there's no noise pollution, so there's no complaints from neighbours. So, really, it was like, the first time coming here. I think it's kind of a new thing. Um, but anyway, on to the movie. Yeah. You certainly were enjoying yourself during Beauty School Dropout when I distinctly heard you singing along. Well, I, I that just suited my baritone <laughs> uh, dulcet notes, you know. <laughs> Beauty School Dropout. Yeah, but, you sorry, what is up with that number? It's really bizarre. I'd isn't forgotten it? entirely really about that. Yeah. And it has nothing to do, like, most <laughs> of the plots in the movie have, are just entirely pointless. Like, her subplot is. Okay, no, wait, stay. Back to the start. Well, first of all, we're going to spoil Greece if you can spoil Greece. Yeah, and let's start uh, from the beginning, okay? Not in the middle of it. No, the I want to address uh, the Frenchy subplot for about 20 minutes. No, we're not addressing that. For, we can address that. Go on then, what start. do you want to talk about? So, well, first of all, overall opinions. How do you feel watching it <laughs> same, after all this time? Same as before, my opinions haven't changed. I don't don't understand the appeal of that movie. The songs are fun. Uh, they're great like they're great songs, but I'm happy to just like hear them on the radio every now and then. Uh, certainly, like they're just strung together by a load of... Uh, frankly boring and incidental scenes and plots uh, that uh, do not interest me the characters are paper thin um, they're, uh, they're all just cut out cliches like I don't give two shits um, but it's look it's fun it's fun I'm not I'm, I'm not saying this is a bad movie it's not a bad movie it's just it's just popcorn it's, it's just colourful musical Nonsense without any substance, and it's not for me, I guess. And I, I sound like I sound like I'm being really down. I mean, Greece is a classic, and people love it. And that that it was a great atmosphere just then. It's a perfect uh, film everyone, for this yeah, outing. It's really fun. Brought the community together. Together, everyone was singing. So I sound like a complete Grinch. <laughs> you do. Uh, giving out about it, but I'm 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 just I'm just telling you. You asked me my personal opinion. Yeah, no, I the want movie to know. doesn't really do anything for me, and I was largely quite bored. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I found it really interesting to watch coming from like having always loved it so much and trying to watch it like a bit neutrally. And I guess, first of all, there was actually things I didn't remember. Like I had forgotten that they have a scene right at the start when they're on the beach. <laughs> so we see them before high school, Danny and Sandy. So I was like, oh, I forgot about that. And then I'd forgotten about the whole animated sequence, which I still think is weird that they do that at the start. Um, I always thought that was weird. But do you know what? Watching it back, I, I, for me, it really holds up. What I thought was interesting was... Um, what I thought was interesting was that 
And as we said, you know, spoiler. <laughs> this is all spoilers. <laughs> you can't spoil Greece. What I always try and what I always remember from Greece, and we all remember, is the classic ending, right? When she's like sewn into those leather trousers and she's changed herself for him, and you know, you think, oh, this is terrible. But actually, I had forgotten that throughout this movie, he's trying to change for her as well. So he's like in quite a fun scene, trying out multiple sports because he's you know yeah, he's cheerleader. He thinks she fancies jocks. Um, so he's trying to change for her too now what's interesting is now as if you were like when I was a kid I loved Danny Zuko I loved Sandy I wanted them to be together I thought they were like the perfect couple for no reason watching it now I'm like the only reason you think that they should be a couple is because the film's telling you oh these two should be a couple Yeah. they have no chemistry they have no interactions actually so we see them snogging on the beach at the start There's no, then he no acts like a complete dick to her when they meet at some bonfire thing he kind of reluctantly does it. Like, you can tell he, he's kind of a sweet... I think we're supposed to believe he's a sweet-natured character, but he's trying to act cool in front of the yeah, lads. Yeah, and look, that is what teenage boys do. So in that sense, it's relatable. And um, I think he's a bit embarrassed as well, because he boasted that, you know, they did all this stuff on the beach, and they didn't really. Like, she said, they barely hold hands. So, and then every scene we see with them in a diner, I'm not buying them as a relationship. At the drive-in, when he tries to, like, grab her boobs, that was weird. But again, there was no chemistry or relationship. I'm like, why are we rooting for them? So that bit I didn't get. But if I put that aside, and I can very easily put it aside for this movie, because as you said, it's like very shallow. Um, I enjoyed it. I like that the side characters are all a bit weird. Like in the at the girls' sleepover. You know, the, those characters are weird, those girls. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I mean that in a good way. One of them's just like obsessed with writing to well, let's- Marines and she's doesn't give a shit about high school doesn't care about anything to do with high school the other one's dropping out of school to be in beauty school and then the third one's like doing this like ratcha 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 like weird thing in front of the TV and the lads are weird as well yeah they're weird they're all doing this like three stooges shtick Uh, all their their their, like slapstick comedy is really annoying and the guys are like in their 50s one of them <laughs> no no one of those guys is old. so old no we know the squash yeah this guy. Like comic relief guy the guy who says the guy who the makes start, all the jokes yeah the guy who says I'm not gonna take no shit from no one it's like you are at least 45 he's he's has a receding hairline like <laughs> he's, he's the same age as the teacher who's telling him off at the start he's a 40 year old like stand up comedian that's that's who he is um, but the ma- the average age of the the high school student in Rydell is 35. <laughs> like, they are all... They have been in school for 25 years. But Danny... The, the guy who... Sorry, the... Um, Danny and Sandy aren't that old. They're like the young ones. Yeah, but even then, I mean, what age were Travolta and Newton-John? They were in I their late know. 20s, surely. Um, but the, even the guy um, the, from the rival Scorpions gang, the, who they call Craterface, <laughs> no, he's nice name. who looks a lot like Guy Pierce. He does look like, like Guy Pierce. In ma- amazingly like Guy Pierce. He's in his forties. His girlfriend's in her forties. His girlfriend, I reckon, is pushing sixty. Like seriously, <laughs> 60, not she not. was so old. <laughs> well, I have to. Do you know what I loved about this movie? Actually, watching it now, because obviously we watched. Um, we did watch Look Who's Talking relatively recently, which is about ten years after this. Watching John Travolta in this movie is watching someone in their peak. Like, his acting in this movie, like, he's so funny. He's good, he's very Like, the way he walks, like, every scene, he's like, you know, that really self-conscious teenage thing. He's just strutting, like, he's got a constant act on. And he's just 
you know combing his hair and like playing up to everything and I think he's so he's a perfect. great physical actor oh he's and so good you and can I just know tell you, he's a dancer you got like bored brilliant. in the dance scene but I actually really enjoyed the dance scene because I love that kind of 50 style dancing you're talking um, about the uh, the high school dance that the high lasts school dance, for about yeah. approximately an hour and a half <laughs> in the middle but watching John Travolta dancing in those scenes is actually really joyous I think you know it's fantastic oh he's, he's great yeah. he's absolutely amazing and Kinnicky, he's awesome I love Kanicki he was always my favourite he's also 40 Kanicki and John Travolta looked younger than the rest of them I thought but yeah watching him is really interesting watching her I mean that was kind of the pinnacle of her career right Olivia Newton-John um, I guess and yeah. she's great in it but actually watching it now because this is like when I was a young girl watching it I loved her and was obsessed with her she's barely a character Yes, Rizzo has a much more Rizzo's interesting Rizzo's way plot. better, yeah. Uh, the whole sort of pregnancy thing and the way she's dealing with the way that people perceive her, the way she doesn't want to tell uh, Kaniki how she really feels. Yeah, she says the worst thing that she could do, and I love that song, I find it actually really emotional, the worst thing that could happen is that he finds out she cares about him to her, which is yeah. quite sad that she thinks that's the worst thing she's that could happen. She's the only character with a bit of depth to yeah. her. Um, and the Where way Sandy's she, just like get a life like basically she Andy's shows up for no reason has moved from Sydney to Rydell High and <laughs> yeah, why did her parents move there <laughs> and then Johnny treats her like shit and then she's just like yeah well never mind I'll be your girlfriend she gets with the jock yeah and then she um, you know says oh I'm really boring and then she changes her outfit and granted has a spectacular bum and those leather trousers but I wasn't into the mullet anyway. I don't know what was with her perm. We're home now. We're home now. <laughs> this is the uh, this is the first time we've actually walked home in a while. Yeah. We don't have to get um, a train yeah, so, to the cinema. But I just think what's interesting is I always thought, oh, so as I said beforehand, I was interested in the gender stuff because I feel, always thought, like, oh, Sandy completely changing herself for Danny. But that's not actually... It's relatively mutual. I mean, that is what happens. That's the end of the movie. But the end of the movie, he's in his jock cardigan. Yeah, and then he rips it off because she's changed for him. Yeah, well, because she's already he's got... Like, he's like, oh, what you doing to me? It's electric. Yeah, but he can take his cardigan off because she's the one who showed up in full costume. He was just in a bit of a jock jacket. Like. Anyway, they, they fly off in their car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's that about? My favourite line in the movie is when they're, um, they're doing the drag race, which the uh, their, their teacher is fully condoning. Oh, their teacher says... Um, this car will fly. The teacher also says, um, even though it doesn't fly, the parts the are hot. And the teacher says, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I think you should do this drag race. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> you absolutely like, have need you to seen do this. Rebel Without a Cause? The best line is when a crater face leans <laughs> over his his car to John Travolta and says, "You mean Danny Zuko?" Danny Zuko, and he says, uh, "The rules are there are no rules," and then proceeds to tell him what the one rule <laughs> yeah. is. You've got to go first, second past the bridge and first back wins. So yeah. there is a rule. Um, and then he has spokes coming out of his car that like rip open the grease lightning Yeah, car. it's like James Bond. Yeah. Um, Except it's clearly like when that was shot, it's like a, it's like a paper mache and a, a fork. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the way it so tore bad. through the metal didn't look like metal at all. But yeah, it's interesting. Do you know what? Watching it back, I mean, the music hasn't dated or the music's still incredible. They're great. They're great, energetic yeah. um, pop songs. They really captured the fifties era. Like, yeah, they're. I mean, they're classics. What's your favorite song? Um, Aside from Beauty School Dropout. Oh, probably. Uh, tell me more. Tell me more is very good. Yeah. And the one at the summer end. Summer loving you mean. Su- summer loving, yeah, that one. Uh, the one at the end's good. 
We go together. No, the one before that. The it's electrified. Oh yeah, I got chills. Chill. I mean, that's I that's it's a great song. They're they're just energetic. What about and fun. To- hopelessly devoted to you? I do love that. Yeah, one. that's nice. Yeah, there's some. There was something like I was on Wikipedia during the movie because I was bored, and there's there's something like they had four top 100 Billboard. Uh, I'm pretty sure hopelessly devoted to you was massive for her. Like, was a huge moment. for I think her that one might have gone to number one. Um, also, yeah. uh, another trivia bit of trivia I dug out was the word "grease" is never said throughout the whole film. "Greased Lightning" is the name of the song, but it has a D at the end of it. Yeah, that's not a very interesting what the fact. <laughs> that's a part well, I want. Dave, great facts. I'm glad you did some googling during that movie. Anyway, yeah. Do you want to talk a bit more about Frenchie's subplot now that we've kind of oh, done with the other of, stuff? Kind of t- tired. You're over it now. Well, you... basically, what was the what was the point of it? She went. The, 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 loads of time has passed she goes to beauty school drops out and goes back to high school but there's this whole thing where she says oh I wish a guardian angel would come along and tell me what to do but instead a guardian angel who I guess was a celebrity guest appearance yeah I think he was at the time um, comes down and just tells her how shit she is he says no customer <laughs> would go to you unless she was a hooker so, <laughs> did you catch that line? yeah I mean it's just it's funny but you know but... why and I don't know if this was intentional or if Grease 2 was spun off way later but Grease 2 the kind of oh. impetus and the connection is that Frenchie's back repeating the year because she left this year right um, and she's like, guys, Sandy's cousin Michael is here. I think that was his name. And hey, all... guys, uh, the exact same plot that happened last year is happening, but in reverse uh, order. But did you notice Sandy never joined the Pink Ladies? Um, I had yeah. assumed she would join them. I mean, why would you want to join the Pink Ladies? What do you, you just get a pink leather jacket and what are the other benefits? Well, apparently none, because nobody seems to care. I think it's more important in Greece too. In your Michelle school. Michelle Pfeiffer is at the head of the Pink Ladies. In your school were there gangs who had dress codes? My school was oh, an all-Irish language school and there were 16 people in my class, so no. Were they called the Gwail Gores? <laughs> <laughs> but it wouldn't, there wasn't really birds. much room for gangs. <laughs> what about yours? I assume you were not a T-bird. We all had a school uniform. <laughs> so there, was no, there wasn't much uh, uh, room for like having my name uh, written on the back of my... My leather jacket. No. And I do have to say, like, I'm really proud of you for coming out to the cinema tonight because Dave's got a slight addiction at the moment. 9pm every night on ITV2. Love Island. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of obsessed with Love Island right now. <laughs> why, are, why are we talking about Love Island? This well, podcast just, is going on way curious, too long. Um, I'm just curious if any of our listeners, and I'm pretty sure they will be, are watching Love Island. I can't believe you outed me. <laughs> we went on holidays and, like, the first night, you know, we're, like, relaxing. I was like, oh, let's play Monopoly or something. Dave's like... Oh, it's just that, um, wow, it's nine o'clock and we could watch Love Island right now. Yeah, well, look, I, I'm, <laughs> it's to, to do with the work. I got wrapped up in it with yeah, work right. and, uh, so I you ha- watch it on holidays. I have to watch it and I'm now hopelessly it. devoted. To oh, it. I'm hopefully, I, I, but I watched it last year as well and you scoffed at me. So that's yeah, why I love. Yeah, it's not the type of TV I like, but I, it's absolutely, it's like a horrible, abusive relationship <laughs> me and Love Island. I just keep going so back So what do you it. think's better, Love Island degrees? Love Island. I would watch Love Island on on repeat endlessly. <laughs> well, Love Island's like an incredible uh, sociological study. Uh, I think they should sing in Love Island. Yeah, that's the only thing that would make. Summer Love. They did sing last night. It would work. Rap. We are rambling. We're massively. rambling. Can okay. we can we wrap this up? Um. So we've no spoiler streak in this episode. Um. 
we're going to finish now. This is what happens when I host it. I do it really badly. Yeah, let us know how you like Cathy's <laughs> uh, hosting. Uh, give us some feedback here. Do you want me to come back uh, on the on the on mic duties, or you, uh, do you prefer Cathy? Because I'm kind of I'm kind of enjoying not having to. But I hate holding it because I'm yeah. lazy. Um, all right. Okay. Goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha